never fought for real Just hid against the will Turned away from all the things too hard to face But day by day I grew to stay And change the way I like to live And become what I want There's no devil in the details Just breathe in and exhale And become what you want Helping hand, it ain't an issue Or just push on through with just you And become Hey guys, welcome to the Become What You Want series First of all, I just want to say a massive shout out to Brendan Moon for making an awesome intro song for this podcast series. Just want to say, mate, you're an absolutely terrific bloke for doing that. A great Tasmanian musician, music editor with a big future. If you want to give him a follow, give him a follow on Instagram. I'll put his Insta details in the bottom. I believe you've got a massive future. You're an absolute star, man. I just want to say a massive thank you again. It's people like yourself, mate, that make the world go round. So thank you, Brendan. Um, Thank you so much for that, man. Um, Today's ep one on the Become What You Want series, and the first guest is going to be myself, James Raymond Cross. It is called me ep one today. Um, Look, it's going to be a little bit different to the norm because normally I'm interviewing, talking to guests, but, you know, it's going to feel a bit strange Um, because I'm going to be talking to myself. It's going to be a bit different because normally we talk about, you know, what they want to become, what their future. Today, it's going to be a bit of, you know, where I've come from, a bit of, you know, you guys learning about me. Um, You might have known me for my whole life, but there is, you know, stuff that I haven't shared that I am going to share today. Let's get into it, guys. The beginning. So, born in... uh, a little town, Hobart, Tasmania, Australia, the Calvary Hospital, a little baby on Wednesday the 5th of July, James Raymond Cross came out. I'll tell you when my name came. So my name, James, came from my mum's side, my pop, named P- Poppy James Matheson. He was a barman all his life, an absolute legend. People said he was an absolute terrific barman just to speak to. He was a footy legend on the west coast of Tasmania. He played on one of the most historic grounds in Australia called the Gravel. They still play on the Gravel in Queenstown, believe it or not. He played for the Queenstown Crows and he played full forward for his whole career. In one game, he kicked 16 goals in a game, holding that record for 20 years. My pop was loved on that side of the coast. He was an avid golfer as well. He was known as a family man as well. Raymond, my middle name. Comes from my pop also, known as Ray. He was a hard-working family man who worked at Cadbury's his whole entire life as an electrician. He met my grandma there and they f- fell in love. She was a chocolate, fa- chocolate factory tour guide of Cadbury's Chocolate Factory. He was also a good footballer. He played uh, for a little town called Snug near Huonville, near Kingston, if, you, if that's a bit easier as well. He was also known as a legend in Snug. The reason is, in 1967, Snug bushfires happened. My pop ran into town and saved people from businesses, houses, got them to safety. 
This bushfire ended up killing 62 people, injuring 911,000 homeless. So that's where my two names came from. So I've got two legends. They passed away before I was born, and that's why I am James Raymond. So a bit about me recently, what's quite interesting is I've been traveling, I've seen a bit of the world, um, moved back to Tassie. We'll start with what I've done over the last little while. So I actually got to go to Canada, it was a pretty amazing opportunity to go see the world a bit. Um, I got an amazing job over there as a landscaper with one of the cruisiest bosses, what was really good. Got to work on some multi-million dollar homes. Um, got the job before I went. Well, was quite lucky and what an opportunity. I'd never done landscaping, but got to see how successful some people are money-wise. So, um, you know, went over to Canada for one of my friend's uh, weddings um, and it was an amazing day and everything went so smoothly. Um, got to go see some really cool places like um, went to Montreal for um, Pride weekend it was over there. It was an amazing weekend. Um, I remember me and one of my best mates being in a bar and it was just, yeah, it was, it was oh, just getting like, it was just buzzing the whole city. We went to Old Sonic, um, what's a crazy music festival. It was a lot of fun as well. Um, I'll never forget that as well. Um, yeah, we had an absolute ball. Became a massive Blue Jays fan in the baseball. I went to about 10 baseball games in there. It was pretty cool. Um, then I got, was lucky enough to go travel around Nova Scotia. Um, it's an amazing place. Reminded me a lot of Tasmania in certain parts. Just a beautiful... Uh, you've got one of the most beautiful lighthouses in the world there. What was an amazing view, Peggy's Cove. Um, also got to see my first moose in family. It was pretty cool, just driving up the road doing the Cabot Trail, what's a famous, I guess, uh, trail up that neck, wood, neck of the woods in Nova Scotia. There's also history about the Titanic because that's where the first contact um, happened when the, the Titanic crashed. Sorry, I couldn't spit my words out again. Uh, but yeah, that, that was the, the start of my trip and it was, I was very lucky um, recently to be able to do that and then I got to travel around the US for, you know, a couple months as well. Got to see down the East Coast, so started in Boston, went to, you know, Harvard University, met some really amazing people that actually kind of let me stay on Harvard, what was a pretty cool experience. Got to see where Boston Red Sox played. It was pretty cool as well. Um, you know, there's a lot to go seeing, you know, those types of town. You know, Boston's like a little bit of a mini New York. Then I got to go, you know, Philadelphia, where was the independence was signed for America to be, you know, its own separate country back in the, you know, I think it was 17th or 18th century. It was a pretty cool thing. The the stat, the Liberty Bell, got to see that as well recently. And yeah, just got to, you know, see Philadelphia. It was a buzzing city because both the Eagles and their baseball team was actually just about to be in the World Series. So whenever you'd go to a pub, the news team would just run in what was pretty cool as well. 
after I got the travel around um, Philadelphia, went to Washington DC and there's, I could go on for hours about the amount of sightseeing there is to do there, but a couple of obviously the big ones, you got the internal flame which AFK's, you know, buried. You've got the White House, what's pretty famous as well. You got even, you know, Abraham Lincoln, the War Memorial. They're probably just a couple of, you know, the big ones. But there's Washington. You could spend ages in because there's so much to see in just a city, and it's yeah, it's a pretty cool place. Um, one thing I found out about Washington, everyone's, you know, lives there, isn't from there or born there. They're they're from somewhere else. Um, funny fact too is I actually got offered a, a job. When I was in DC, it was would have been an illegal immigrant. They were offered the spot, but it was going to be so dodgy. So glad I didn't do that. Um, after Washington, I went down to Nashville, and it's an amazing city. Um, also, I was lucky enough to see when I was there that Tennessee um, NFL game was on. I didn't go to that one, but it was buzzing afterwards. You know, after the game and stuff on the main street there. They love a honky tonk. What's like live? I guess live country music and you dance. It's a cool thing. The honky tonks and you kind of just got to go there to actually experience what it's like and how chaotic it is. I can tell you though, every time I was there down that main street, there would have been like close to you know ten thousand people every day, even during the day. Everyone's having margaritas. It's got a very good vibe to it. Um, guess the Country Music Hall of Fame there is what's probably the biggest thing there. Um, but I was lucky enough to get a private tour guide to show me around. Um, and I was very lucky on that. So After that, Nashville, I went to New Orleans for a bit. And it was a pretty... I didn't plan to go there for Halloween, but it was Halloween when I got there. And in New Orleans, it's pretty crazy. They celebrate Halloween over about four or five days so it was a massive four or five days got to see some pretty cool things still like the Jackson Square um, you know Hurricane, Hurricane um, Katrina Memorial sites it's a very um, yeah it, it would have been very tough after the hurricane happened and yeah it's very sad I also got to go on a swamp tour see alligators pretty cool but yeah, really the, the highlight was just spending Halloween there, just doing my first proper ever Halloween dressing up. It was so much fun. Got to do it with so many cool people too. And I mean, in that space, that's kind of where I, you know, decided that I was going to do things a little bit different now when I came back home. Um, just met so many cool people just traveling and working. And it was, it, they, they seemed so cool as well. So. New Orleans was cool too. I got to go to a New Orleans Saints NFL game. Um, it was a pretty cool experience. Um, yeah, I guess uh, football, it, it, going to a game live, you actually enjoy it. Um, watching on TV, it's quite tough. So after New Orleans though, we'll keep going. I went to Dallas, Texas, and this is, the food there is just so fat. Um, Dallas, they've got the JFK where he was shot, did that. Um, also did a fair few just walking around town, a few good restaurants, went to an NBA game, seen Luca play Toronto, what was pretty cool, you know, when the crowd's chanting MVP. Um, they're just a couple things, you know, you do when you're there and 
it, it it's a pretty crazy city, Dallas. Like a lot, there is a lot of homeless people there. It's quite sad, but you know the people in Dallas were very friendly to and looked after me as well. After Dallas, I went to Austin, Texas. Um, one of probably the highlights. I just chilled out most of all. Real bad food again, though. And I mean, around the states, I probably put on about you know. 10, 10, 15 kilos for my whole trip. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, going to Austin, I got to see Joe Rogan perform. It was pretty cool at a comedy festival. Got to catch up with some people that I met traveling again in Austin. What was, um, what I met in New Orleans, we caught up again in uh, Austin. What was pretty cool as well. We got some real nice national parks there too. So I went a bit of walking. Um, just checked out the site, seeing like I did in many of the cities, what there oh, would be way too many to go through. Um, that was pretty much just a quick little rundown of my, um, you know, my travelling, but it was probably the best thing for me to do as well. Um, then I flew up to Vancouver and caught up with a mate before, um, and Vancouver is an amazing city, it's a beautiful city, it's just... Uh, it's very sad how many homeless people live in the, the, the main part of the town. And it's pretty crazy to think that the homeless people kind of taken over Vancouver gradually and it's definitely an eye-opener. It's definitely the worst city I've ever been to with homeless people in the middle of town. But other than the middle of town, it's one of the most beautiful places. Very sad though. It didn't um, really work out in Vancouver. Housing people probably know is a massive issue, but I knew kind of when I was coming back that that could have happened and it did happen and I did have a backup plan. I always wanted to come back to Tassie to live anyways. Um, when I came back to Tassie, I currently now have two jobs. I work in, well three, sorry, technically. I work at a, uh, an electronic store. I won't say the name, I nearly did accidentally. Um, it's a good job, you know, it's retail, but you do get commission and it is a little bit of fun. So. Um, work with great people there, very friendly. Um, it's, it's not something I want to do forever, but it is a good job in between. Um, also work as a security guard, mostly doing events um, and bouncing. I normally bounce on a Friday, Saturday night at a nice chilled bar, but I do occasionally do events. I've done, you know, something like rodeos, cage fighting, you know, the footy. Um, music festivals. I'm not a massive fan of music festivals, but um, working there, I like partying at them, but just not working at them. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a job that I, I feel like is not something I'm going to be doing forever. It's just for me to be able to live a nicer lifestyle and get a bit of extra cash. I've recently just um, got employed as a support worker, what's something I'm super duper really excited for. Um, it's going to be really awesome. Can't wait to start being a support worker. Um, it's something I'm really passionate about, you know, with people with disability to get, you know, help and give them, you know, the same opportunity we, we can give them, um, you know, give them the, uh, let me say it again, we can give them what we've got in life and give them the same opportunity because everyone at the end of the day deserves to have, you know, their rights met as well and not be discriminated against. So I'm very passionate about disability. It's something, you know, I believe um, that 
I've always wanted to do. I've always been a helper and I can't wait to get into that space as well. I study at TAFE. Um, I do three days a week at TAFE at the moment too, so quite busy, um, but that's just a little bit of a rundown about me, um, what I'm doing at the moment. My passions, so a few things about my passion. Um, one of the things that I'm most passionate about for sure is definitely sport. I'm a massive sport nuffy. I just absolutely love sport. As you probably know, I do an, an AFL um, chat a little bit here and there. Um, I absolutely love AFL. It's something I used to play growing up. I've had a lot of injuries in it. Um, a couple of my injuries, a few concussions when I was quite young, pretty badly as well, but nothing to have serious issues now. I snapped my arm when I was 18, I believe, playing country football out of um, Hobart, and it was a pretty bad break. At least it was a clean break, but yeah, I've got a nice battle scar down, you know, my forearm. I like to tell, you know, people that aren't from Australia that it's a crocodile bite or shark bite just to fuck with them a little bit, but yeah, it's definitely not that. It's from footy guys. Um, I played footy. Yes, semi-competitive growing up, played in the, like for Clarence Football Club, what a part of the State League, what's pretty cool. Um, moved to Adelaide and I did play just like low-level amateur football, just for a bit of fun. I played half a season one year and actually got third in the BNF, what was pretty surprising, you know, only playing 10 games. Um, that next year I did a full pre-season, well mini, I would call it mini pre-season because I only go after Christmas because I'm a lazy fuck I guess. But yeah, I did my ACL um, in the start of the game, it was pretty fucked. And then uh, I've also played in Canada recently with no ACL surgery and probably tore my meniscus there. So I'm getting a full reconstruction in a couple of months. So. That's one of the sports I'm real passionate about. I'm really passionate about baseball. I love the Toronto Blue Jays now since living there. It's something I kind of like to follow as well. The NBAs, I love the NBA as well. Uh, tennis, I like tennis as well. You know, I, I like all sports, pretty much UFC. I love watching live fights. Um, yeah, I could talk about sport all day and my mates would say, oh, we just want him to shut up. So I'll just leave that one as it is. Um, fitness. Something I am passionate about now. Um, I've been up and down with my fitness, especially after America. I've lost about 10 kilos in the last four months. Um, just from, I guess, eating pretty decent. I still treat myself. Like last night, I had a pizza and hot chips still. So I think you can't go too full crazy, but you know, I definitely enjoy the, the benefits of working out, the feeling that it gives you, um, the stress relief. Um, you know, that's something that is definitely passionate to me. I love running, but because my knees are playing up a little bit at the moment, I'm not running as much at the moment. So what's what sucks, but once I get my knee cleaned up and things, I'll definitely be back out and running. Now, fitness is also just good because it gets you into a good routine, and I, I believe that fitness makes you more successful as well, um, just because... Then you're looking after yourself, so you're going to look after other things in your life as well, um, not just yourself, because you you want to, you know, I, I don't know how to word it, but you you become you you care about yourself, so you care about everything else that you're doing. So you you know, if you're not caring about your fitness and things like that, it kind of means you don't really care about 
you know, your health and your well-being a little bit, I think. That's just my opinion, but you can take that as it is. Um, another thing I'm real passionate about is my family. Love my mum, my dad. I've got a beautiful dog. Um, family means everything in the world to me. Um, that's definitely one of the, the things that is most important to my life, and not just family, but really close friends. I've got a few really good friends that I absolutely love. Um, and, you, you know, you, you can re- your family is so important because you have them forever and your friends as well. You just, you just really got to, you know, be there for people when they're struggling and really care about people as well. But also I'm just, you know, really passionate about how lucky we are in Australia or, you know, since, tra- you know, been travelling other places when I was younger as well. We're so lucky here that we don't realise that there's kids in sweatshops around the world there's people in America that work 20 hours a day and earn like $7 an hour. What's crazy when we earn like, you know, th- some people earn, you know, 150, 200 grand. Most people probably earning like 30, 35 bucks an hour. You know, it's, we've got a very good life. Um, we don't have that. We do have homeless people, but we don't have as many as over there as well. So we're just lucky to live in a great country. Um, that's one thing I just wanted to say as well. Yeah, so let's go over something a bit different, something that's probably my hardest moment in life was, you know, it happened twice. So I'd been a, in Adelaide for a while and then my dad got diagnosed through cancer, through COVID for the first time. It was really hard. You know, you, you hear about cancer and you hear, and you don't realise what people go through till you experience it in your family and the amount of chemo and stuff. It was it was really tough. Um, he was really strong the first time and I guess that made a lot... Like, it kind of made you feel a lot better because like, he was so strong. But then a year later, I'd just moved back to Tassie for a week and dad found a lump and he went back and that was hard he went back and the doctor said you've got it again and this time he was strong but it was he i i think he had doubts and like like we were positive but you just don't know and this time when cancer comes back that second time it came back really aggressive and being home for it too and just seeing like someone so healthy like believed in he could beat it the first time and then it, it comes back the second time they you see someone kind of a bit defeated and it was so important I think for dad to have stronger support because um, yeah, he's too young to die was what I thought and there goes that thought in your head that what if he isn't here and like it does happen and this one did definitely happen because the cancer was very aggressive he had to go stem cell therapy in Hobart and at one stage might have thought dad was going to die um a regular heart, like real bad, and it got pretty bad. And Hobart, 
when he went through the stem cell and even afterwards he was so frustrated with his brain I think dad really struggling it was hard it was a hard year that's probably the hardest you know moment to see someone struggle so much but he did believe and his belief and strength was incredible it made me want to become a better man and become the person that you know you you know you're meant to be you're meant to be strong not just strong physically but strong mentally and be there for people my dad was the first time i seen him struggle but one of the first times I've seen him really be so open and honest and I felt like that's a strong trait that is so strong and I'm so proud of what how he overcome it that would be my hardest moment in life so the big question is uh, become what I want um, I want to become a person that doesn't really care about what people think anymore you know not give a fuck Fuck you, I don't care. Um, You can judge me for this, my podcast, whatever, I don't give a fuck, so fuck off. Um, Really, I really, really don't care about what people think. I'm doing some things this year that is going to really surprise people and really question people, but then I say, fuck you, I don't care, like, what you think. I'm doing it because I want to do it. Um, I want to keep growing my career. You know, in the disability field is something that I really want to grow. I really want to get a good clientele, um, real passionate, help people become better people. And um, I just want to keep studying as well. So, you know, and keep developing my skills. So this year I'm obviously studying disability. Next year I'm thinking of maybe even studying community services, maybe even at the end of this year. Um, but yeah, just I just want to keep studying and keep growing. I'm, I never realised how much I was going to enjoy um, actually studying now. I, when I finished school, I was like, oh, no, I won't want to study. So, yeah, it's a real big thing. Is that what is something I want to keep doing to keep growing myself? Um, what else is stuff that, um, you know, obviously finishing my studies this year is really important to me um, in becoming what, what I want and, like I said, making a difference in people's lives. Um, like I said again, just growing my brand, um, you know, South Island AU is something that I really want to do and really want to get it out there. So that's why I have been a bit annoying pushing it a little bit as well. Um, you know, I've got a massive passion. I've got a big, I've got a heart of gold, as a lot of people would say. And I've got a massive passion for helping people. Um, I, I just want to help people in this. I just want to speak to people. That's what I want to become. I just want to keep you know, growing the brand and, you know, get good guests on this show as well. A lot of self-development this year, what I keep just going over, you know, reading something that I've, you know, started doing a lot more recently. Um, I've got a diet to keep myself organised. Um, you know, learning new skills. I wouldn't, I might even try to learn an instrument. Um, but yeah, really just continuing on my path and, you know, doing doing things that make me happy is really what I want to become. Because all I really want in life is happiness, health, with for everyone that you know I love and I want to be around. So 
that's really what I'm trying to do and where I'm going and what I want to become is just a happy, healthy person um, with hitting all these goals and doing things that make me happy and healthy. So that's who I'm going to become. Yeah, I want to end it, this episode. Um, yeah, it's different to what I thought was going to happen. I actually wrote out 17, 18 pages and was just struggling to get it to talk to people. It was about my life and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to talk about all... And then I started to... And, and I was going for hours and hours and I was like, I'm not really getting anything yet. So I just thought, I'm just going to pick some random conversation and talk about and tell you a bit about... A little bit about who I am and what I've done recently and kind of a struggle and keep it kind of shorter, I was thinking. And I was like, well, I'm going to speak to guests soon anyway. They're going to be on my series and become what they want. We're actually going to have a proper conversation. And from my point of view, it's going to come across. Their point of view is going to come across. So it's going to kind of go vice versa. What's going to help the conversation flow. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I mean, it is very different to what I thought. It actually emotionally drained me just coming up with 20 minutes of speaking. So... I can't wait to actually get to ask the questions and elaborate and speak to them and keep both going a little bit, if that makes sense, instead of just speaking to myself. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been pretty real, um, honest. It's, it might be a bit shit all over the place, but no, it's felt good. Um, it has felt good uh, talking to people and speaking about, you know, you know who I am a little bit um, what I do want to become so yeah I really want to have a good crack at this so I, I would really I know I keep harassing people but please give us a like if you haven't on Instagram give us a big subscribe um, it would mean the world um, it really would so till next time and if you do want to be a guest and speak about you know your life, your struggle, whatever you want to speak about, send me a message. Um, we can organise a time, even if we're not in the same country, same state. We can do Zoom. There's ways around it. So to be on this series, all I ask is uh, talk, <laughs> be honest and be truthful and be you and don't care what people think. Become what you want. Peace.